All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Literacy Ladies 2018. My name is Michelle Witko, and I'm a reading specialist here in the city of Danbury. And I also have our other literacy lady, Dr. Shaw. It's so good to have you back, Dr. Shaw. Well, you just don't know how good it is for me to be back and talking about literacy again. So for those listeners that have been following us, um, Dr. Shaw was just out on a little medical leave. How are you feeling? I am feeling so much better, better every day. Thank you. Good, because I missed you. I think of, I was thinking about our podcast and how much I miss them, <laughs> miss talking with you. Oh, that's so good to hear. So today we're going to talk about, um, for literacy, we're going to talk about some movies that are based on books. Sometimes it could be a fairy tale. Sometimes it could be a fiction story. Sometimes it's a biography or a realistic fiction story. So Darla is going to take kind of start us off with some texts that you may read in the classroom with your students, but that also have a movie component. Yeah, I think the movie component has become more and more important because of visual literacy. We're focusing that on just it's a key element today. And there are so many wonderful books that have been made into movies. And I think the one that has really taken us all by surprise is Wonder. Yes. Kids have been reading Wonder for a couple of years. They love this book, and now they love seeing the movie. And one of the big questions is, do you read the book first, or do you see the movie first? And I love to have the children read the book first and then see the movie, but it depends. They may never read the uh, book at all. They may just see the movie like in many classics. But I think some of the authors that have done such a wonderful job writing and having their books made into movies, first of all, Dr. Seuss. There's the Lorax for Earth Day. There's the Grinch that stole Christmas. Horton, here's the Who, Cat in the Hat, the Butter Battle Book, Thid, uh, Green Eggs and Ham, the Snitches, Daisy. Oh my goodness, the kids love to read him first as preschoolers and then see the movies. And the next one I want to talk about before turning it over is Roll Doll. One of the questions that's often asked of students is, what author has had more movies made than any others? And the kids say, Walt Disney. No, Walt Disney was not an author. It was the Grimm Brothers, if you're going to talk about folk tales and fairy tale. But Roald Dahl is an amazing author to do as a read aloud. And then you can see James and the Giant Peach, Matilda, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and the BFG. And sometimes they're not only made into movies, they are made into musicals. And there's nothing that captures a child's imagination more than a theater performance. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought about the theater as seeing 
uh, the visual literacy after reading a story. Now, you know, Darla, I live in primary land, so Wonder um, is not a book that I've read yet. I haven't graduated up to that level. Um, (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Could you just give us a little summary about why that book, I mean, I know it is very dynamic because of the different points of view that each chapter is told from, but could you just give us a little summary about Wonder um, and I don't know if you've seen the movie yet, but what is what 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 kind of brings that alive? Well, I think what's so exciting about this is many teachers have taken their students to see it. Yes. First, they do it as a read aloud because it deals with bullying. Mm-hmm. It deals with treating people with respect. Mm-hmm. It deals with differences and how we need to accept differences. It talks about being an upstander mm-hmm. instead of putting people down. Friendships, responsibility. There are so many themes that are embedded in this book about this child who has a disfigured face Mm -hmm. and how he is treated in school and how one or two students know how to treat him respectfully. But by the end, the school does accept him, does celebrate him, and does learn a lot from his being a part of their whole community. Oh, great. Thank you for that summary. Uh, I know just from being around uh, the upper grade kids is that they really um, get into the story because of all of those different themes. What great discussions to have around that. Well, if you live in primary land like I do, (laughs) there are also some books for younger readers that also have movies that are coming out. And something else I'm learning about, Darla, is that uh, some of these like internet um, kind of companies like Amazon and Netflix uh, also have little cartoons that are based on books as well. So the one that's probably the most popular is The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. Peter Rabbit is this fresh little bunny. He has three sisters, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, and he just gets into all kinds of trouble. He's a fresh little rabbit, And he's always going into Mr. McGregor's garden to cause some sort of havoc, some sort of trouble. And then he makes this miraculous escape. So Beatrix Potter has many different stories about Peter Rabbit. And recently, the movie Peter Rabbit with James Corden as the voice of Peter has come out. And there are just a couple of things that I want to talk about with the movie. And I agree with Darla. I think kids should read the books first. I think they should meet the characters in print. And then when they see the movie, they have some schema um, to attach them to. So in the movie of Peter Rabbit, and I'm a big Beatrix Potter fan. I really love all of her adventures that Peter goes on. But in the movie, there are the same characters. There's Peter and Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail. Something I noticed is that Peter's voice, he is very um, mischievous and kind of fresh. And I think the voice of his character really kind of takes that, um, takes that on for him. But you see with the minor characters, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, how they all develop in the movie. One is very keen and very clever and very quick. 
And the other one, Flopsy, her voice, she's very sweet and very, um, very calming and doesn't want Peter to get into trouble. So something that I noticed is that when you go to see the movie, some of the minor characters in the story really kind of take on their personalities. And you see that more in film than you do in the story. I also noticed in the tale of Peter Rabbit that there are the same adventures in Mr. McGregor's garden. In the movie, they actually kind of extend one of the adventures where the animals from the garden go into the house and kind of have a house party and raise a little bit of chaos, um, which is different from the stories. But I love how the same adventures somehow happen in the garden and then go into um, other other events in the stories. So I did, um, I love the books, but I also love the movie. I thought it gave... Um, gave the books a little bit of life with their minor characters. Yeah, I think that's very important that we're talking about a movie that's Mm -hmm. just right out now. And I just wanted to say that there are classical movies, and the children are probably not going to read these books because they are more dry, Mm -hmm. they are not as exciting, they are not written like the books today. They Mm -hmm. are highly descriptive, but the students still see... They really need to know these stories because they're such classic stories. And kids go on long car rides, and Mm -hmm. you know, these are wonderful for car rides. And parents, if they're watching at home, stop the movie and say, What do you think this character is feeling? That's a great idea. What do you think is going to happen, and why do you think this is going to happen? Uh, Mm -hmm. What would you do in this case? So don't just keep watching the movie. Stop it from time to time and have a discussion because you are building critical skills. But I just wanted to talk about some of the classical movies the kids may not want to read, but they need to be exposed to. And I'm talking about Alice in Wonderland Mm -hmm. and Peter Pan and Wizard of Oz, Mary Poppins. 101 Dalmatian, Mr. Popper's Penguins, The Jungle Book, Around the World in 80 Days, The Secret Garden, Gulliver's Travels, Escape to Witch Mountain, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is a wonderful science fiction, Heidi, Sword in the Stone, Oliver Twist, Tom Sawyer, and Huck Finn. They are such examples of rich literature that the students can watch the movie, learn from, hopefully want to read the book, but don't have to. Great. Yeah, those I remember those movies actually growing up and watching them and then reading the text maybe in middle school or high school. So something else I want to mention is that uh, networks like Amazon and Hulu uh, have little shorts uh, with characters from stories that kids know. For example, guess how much I love you has nut brown hair. Well, there's a cute little cartoon series on Amazon where those characters come to life. Now for our younger readers, they're not going to be able to sit through a two hour movie. So with guess how much I love you, Little snippets, 10, 12 minutes, little adventures that the characters go on. Help the kids learn about those characters, and they become best friends with those characters. 
Another another character that you know I love is uh, Pete the Cat. And actually, my son loves Pete the Cat, I think, more than I do. Um, but Pete the Cat has a little cartoon on Amazon as well. So it's nice to kind of see the stories um, through these uh, short cartoons for our younger readers. Yeah, and I think series are so good because if you see one of the movies in a series, hopefully it will hook the child. Yes. And they will want to read others. And the students today love fantasy and science fiction, Narnia stories, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, The Hunger Games, Harry Potter, The Hobbit, The Giver series, and so on. So get them into reading by getting them hooked on a series. And I think some of the books that the students really enjoy today, oh my goodness, the upper ones love The Diary of a Wimpy oh, Kid. yes. Read the book, see the movie. Read the book, see the movie. They can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Night at the Museum excites them because of Winn-Dixie and mm-hmm. Tales of das- D- Despero. Despero. Oh, another good one. And Chris Van Allsburg is wonderful. Jumanji's out now and Zadurtha and Kate DiCamilla is such a wonderful author. Just be aware of what's coming out and get a jump on it and have the child read it with you or do a read aloud before the movie and then have this great discussion, this comparison and contrast on the movie and the book and which is better and why and usually the book is going to win out. (laughs) I agree with you. Well, we'd like to thank our listeners. Thanks for listening to our first show in 2018 on books that have now become movies. Have a great day. Day, and we hope that you'll listen to us again soon.